open eyes that we may see to follow the And today we're going to be coming out of the book of Joshua 22, 1 through 34. Joshua 22, 1 through 34. And it speaks of an altar by the Jordan and Joshua's charge to Israel. An altar by the Jordan 
and Joshua's charge to Israel. So, I'd like you to get your Bibles, get your tablets, get your cell phones, um, and join me in this marvelous understanding word of God and how we can apply it unto our lives of today. Okay, um, so come on, let's do this. Joshua 22, 1 through 34. And it speaks. Then Joshua called the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half tribe of Manasseh, and said unto them, Ye have kept all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have obeyed my voice in all that I commanded you. Ye have not left your brethren these many days unto this day, but have kept the charge of the commandment of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God have given rest unto your brethren as he promised them. Therefore now return ye and get you unto your tents and unto the land of your possession which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you on the other side of Jordan. But take diligent heed to do the commandment and the law, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, charged you, to love the Lord your God and to walk in all his ways and to keep his commandments and to cleave unto him and to serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went unto their tents. Now to the one half of the tribe of Manasseh, Moses had given possession of Bishan, but unto the other half thereof gave Joshua among their brethren on the other side, Jordan, westward. And when Joshua sent them away also unto their tents, then he blessed them. And he spake unto them, saying, Return with much riches unto your tents, and with very much cattle, with silver, and with gold, and with brass, and with iron, and with very much remnant. Divide the spoil of your enemies with your brethren. And the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half tribe of Manasseh returned and departed from the children of Israel out of Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan, to go unto the country of Gilead, to the land of their possessions, whereof they were possessed, according to the word of the Lord by the hand of Moses. And when they came unto the border of Jordan, that are in the land of Canaan, the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh, built there an altar by Jordan, a great altar to see. 
and the children of Israel heard say, Behold, the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar over against the land of Canaan in the border of Jordan at the passage of the children of Israel. And when the children of Israel heard of it, the whole congregation of the children of Israel gathered themselves together at Shiloh to go up to war against them. And the children of Israel sent unto the children of Reuben and to the children of Gad and to the half-tribe of Manasseh and to the land of Gilead, Phinehas, the son of Elijah, the priest, and with whom ten princes of each tribe, each princes of each chief house of prince throughout all the tribe of Israel. And each one was a an head of the house of their fathers among the thousands of Israel. And they came unto the children of Reuben and to the children of Gad and to the half-tribe of Manasseh unto the land of Gilead, and they spoke with them, saying, Thus saith the whole congregation of the Lord, With what trespass is this that ye have committed against the God of Israel, to turn away this day from following the Lord, and that ye have built you an altar, that ye might rebel this day against the Lord? Is the iniquity of pure too little for us from which we are not cleansed until this day? Although there was a plague in the congregation of the Lord. But ye must turn away this day from following the Lord. And it will be seeing ye rebel today against the Lord that tomorrow he will be wrought with the whole congregation of Israel. Notwithstanding, if the land of your possession be unclean, then pass ye over unto the land of the possession of the Lord, wherein the Lord's tabernacle dwelleth, and take possession among us. But rebel not against the Lord, nor rebel against us, in building you an altar beside the altar of the Lord our God. Did not ashamed the son of Zerah commit a trespass in the accursed, accused, accused thing, and wrath fell on all the congregation of Israel? And that man perished not alone in his iniquity. Then the children of Reuben and children of Gan and the hand tribe of Manasseh answered and said unto the heads of the thousands of Israel, The Lord God of gods, the Lord God of gods, he knoweth, and Israel he shall know, if it be in rebellion or if in transgression against the Lord, save us not this day, that we have built us an altar to turn from following the Lord 
or it to offer thereon burnt sacrifices or meat offerings, or it, it to offer peace offerings thereon. Let the Lord himself require it. And if we have not rather done it for fear of this thing, saying in time to come your children might speak unto our children, saying, What have ye to do with the Lord God of Israel? For the Lord hath made Jordan a border between us and you, ye children of Reuben and children of Gad. Ye have no part in the Lord. So shall your children make our children cease from fearing the Lord. Therefore we say it, Let us now prepare to build us an altar, not for burnt offerings, not for sacrifice, but that it may be a witness between us and you and our generations after us, that we might do the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offerings and with our sacrifices and with our peace offerings, that our children may not say to our, that your children may not say to our children in time to come, ye have no part in the Lord. Therefore we, therefore said said we, that it shall be, when they should so say to us, or to our generations in time to come, that we may say again, Behold the pattern of the altar of the Lord, which our fathers made, not for burnt offerings, not for sacrifices, but it is a witness between us and you. God forbid that we should rebel against the Lord and turn this day from following the Lord to build an altar for burnt offerings, for meat offerings, or for sacrifices, because the altar of the Lord our God that is before his tabernacle. And when Phineas the priest and the princes of the congregation and the heads of the thousands of Israel which were with him, heard the words that the children of Reuben and the children of Gad and the children of Manasseh spake, it pleased them. And Phineas, the son of Elijah, the priest said unto the children of Reuben, and to the children of Gad, and to the children of Manasseh, This day we perceive that the Lord is among us, because ye have not committed this trespass against the Lord. Now ye have delivered the children of Israel out of the hand of the Lord. And Phinehas, <clears throat> the son of Elijah the priest, and the princess returned from the children of Reuben and from the children of Gad, out of the land of Gilead, unto the land of Canaan, to the children of Israel, and brought them word again. <clears throat> And the thing pleased the children of Israel, and the children of Israel pleased God, and did not intend to go up against them in battle 
to destroy the land wherein the children of Reuben and Gad dwell. And the children of Reuben and the children of Gad called the altar Ed. For it shall be a witness between us, at us, between us that the Lord is God. I've just read um, Joshua 21, 1-34. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, we come to you to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to see another day. Allowing us to give, allowing us to have, allowing us, allowing us to have the breath in our bodies and activity of our limbs and we are in our right minds. Lord, we thank you for the small things. Lord, we thank you for everything that you have given, everything that you have done, everything that you have, uh, you have, you just, Lord, we thank you. Can't just tell it. We can't tell it all. So, Lord, we just want to say thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that you um, give us peace. Show us peace. Let us show peace to one another. Let us have a blessed day starting off with you, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hello. How you doing, everyone? It is time for us to discuss our daily devotional. Joshua 22, 1 through 34. And we see that in this chapter, the children of Reuben and Gad have been assigned their land and, and have traveled to the Manasseh, have, have permission to go possess their land that they live in. And their land is back over, back over Jordan, where they came from. Um, and they must possess the land. They are given permission to go and possess the land. When they go over there, they go and build an altar. An altar. And some kind of way, child. Somebody done went and told Joshua and the other rest of the children of Israel that they had built an altar, altar, an altar. Now, in the premise of that, how can I say this? An altar can't, the altar, the only altar that is supposed to be built is the altar of the tabernacle of the congregation. That's it. That's the only place that they have permission to allow that they have dedicated themselves and what they bring to the table at the tabernacle of the congregation. And what is the the thing is somebody has went and told them that they have built a uh, their own a altar, an altar unto an altar. <clears throat> 
And what it is, is somebody went and told Joshua and made it more out than what it is. Had went um, and really kind of twisted the story or the con- or the intention of what was built. And the children of Gad and the children of Reuben and that tribe of Manasseh, and they said, look, this is not no altar for worshiping other gods. No, we're not doing that. We are still worshiping God. We are still, even though we have our own altar, we still have, we want to worship God. Nothing has changed. And Joshua makes a trip, and, 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 and some men with him, and the children of Manasseh and the children of Gad and Reuben said, Look, Joshua, we not trying to worship no other God. We still worshiping the same God. Nothing has changed with that. And isn't it so funny how people can get one part of a story. Excuse me. Get one part of a story and then turn around. Twit by the time the story get back to somebody else is totally different. So this is the case of the twisted tale. I call it it's it's called a twisted tale. I really put it in that text. Because when you when <clears throat> when you leave home, now the children again, the children of Reuben, have tribe Manasseh, they have been given permission to go. They've been given permission to go over to back to where their ancestors claimed the land at the first way back in the day, and they separated from the children of Israel. They separated from Joshua and the other people. But they're still connected in some kind of, in, in a way. They're still connected even though they're separated. And it don't take but one person to screw that up for you. Well, they have put their mouth on your stuff and went and told somebody the twisted tale which you got it wrong when they told it. And it's all, it, in in this, I could see the person's point of view, but in a way, in a way, they should have stayed in their lane and minded their business. And it is so hard in this in this chapter. I see it talks about they have one group that has left the main group and they go off and live by they, they live in their own little world, you know, they still communicate with the main group. And it is so, so, so hard. That's just like if somebody like you have this church congregation, and you have this pastor, and everybody's, you know, everybody's doing I mean everybody's coming to this one church, right? And then he has pastors underneath associate pastors, right? Example, yeah, social pastor and the and the and the head pastor of that church decides to bless one of his associate pastors to give them permission to go off and start his own church. This is the same concept. 
okay? And this person goes off and they start their own church, right? But some of, but you have some people in that church, the new church, that's under the leadership of, don't forget, they're still under the leadership of Joshua. And someone comes from the congregation to tell the head pastor, look, this is what they're doing. This is this, this, this. You know, they run, and, they run and go tell everything that's happening at the new church to the old pastor, to the, to the main pastor. That's what has happened to you. And that is the one thing that, you know, that then... The head pastor comes to the to the to the church to the church that he blessed and, and he said the man could start and his his pastor could start. And the pastor has explained the the bit the I would say the bishop. The the head the head pastor over the church that they left comes to the place of where the new pastor is doing uh his work, his his congregation, everything, right? And then they have a conversation, he says the head pastor said, look, um, I heard you um, supposed to be doing this, that, and the third. And the pastor, the pastor that's at the new church, that's under the under leadership of the head pastor, he says, look, uh, no, we still worshiping God. There's nothing that's changed. We still have the same doctrine. We still have the same premise. We still do the same ordinance. We still have the, the you still, we carry, it's a reflect, he is saying, we are a reflection of you. We are a reflection of you. So we are going to do what you do and what you taught us to do. And we're going to keep it that way. So I don't know where you heard this, that we were doing something totally different. No, that's what. That's what the premise of the story is. And someone goes and runs their mouth, don't know what they're talking about, don't, don't, don't know what lane they're in, and they go and start some stuff. You got people out here in the congregation doing that. But all they do is start some stuff and go and tell somebody business that they don't even know what the pastor, if that pastor has anything to, um, they don't know if, they, if the two pastors talk. They don't know nothing. They just run, oh, girl, let me tell you what, our pastor did, child, let me tell you what, da, 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 da. and that's like, wait a minute, that's considered gossiping. And the worst that I think that I think I think I had, I had to re, I had to sit here and pause for a minute because I was ready to say something else and God gave me some other word. He said, "Good is good that we got gospels. It's good that we got gospels because they can run and go tell stuff and make people come and see what we about." I love gospel. God just gave me that premise. Love the gospel because he's going to run and tell their mouth about what you're doing in church and make people at the old church curious about what you're doing at new church. Or you in your old life, give you another example. In your old life, people from people from you might still hang out or you might dibble dabble in a little older in in 
um, I would say, where your old life, you might have a person that you still hang around in your old life, and they, uh, they in your new in your new life, they're hanging around. They seeing, oh, she doing this, she doing that, she doing this. Okay, let me go run tell the old people. Let me go tell some the people that we used to hang with. Go right ahead. Keep up the good work. Because you are giving me free publicity. Free publicity. Publicity. You are giving me free publicity. And you and, and that's good. Because what you have done, you have made us come together and get an understanding that no, that ain't what's going on. That's not what's happening. Let me let me show you. Let me tell you what's really happening here. That that whoever came and told you that, they told you wrong. And it almost the the what the, what that person went and told jo, uh, jo, uh, Joseph. I mean Joshua. Um, he turns around and Joshua says, "Okay, well, okay, I don't see no problem with that." But you can come and bring your altar and put it beside ours instead of out here. You can put your altar over here and dedicate it to the Lord. You can bring your altar, build your altar right beside the one that we have in the main campus. And you can build your altar right here and uh, uh, right right with ours instead of being separate. That's what Joshua tells them. Joshua says, look, okay, well, come on, put your altar over here with us. Come on, you know, we can, we, we can do this together. We can do it together. Let's not do it separate. Let's do it together. That's what Joshua says to the children of Gad, Reuben, and, and, and Manasseh. And in life, you will have these challenges like this. Where you're doing good and someone from your past wants to come in. Hey, how you doing? You let them in a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And um, they see all these changes in you. They see all these uh, marvelous things that you're doing, that you change your life, that you don't do drugs, that you don't smoke crack, that you don't do the heroin, that you don't uh, sell yourself, that you don't rob people, that you don't steal, and you have a nice home, and you have a nice car, and you got you got it going on because you changed your life for the better, for the for the betterment of you got God in it. And some people just can't handle that. Some people cannot handle that you do the things that you do and got the things that you got because you stopped doing all the stuff that you was doing with them. And that's, that is the thing with people sometimes. And you, you know, even though know, sometimes you deal with them in that capacity or you see them and then you... You you have bet you have done some things for yourself and now you you know it's or you have how can I say you've been with a company that you used to work for. I'm always getting scenarios. And you get this company. You've been with this company 20 years. You've been with this company 20 some years, 10 years or whatever, and you're feeling not fulfilled in your company. Okay, and you, well, I'm going to say, you feeling fulfilled, 
But then they give you another position that is higher than the last position. They give you a increase, right? Increase position, increase in money. And it's like, it's something, it's something you're craving for something more. And you step out on faith. And, you know, and, and it's so, it's a powerful thing. And in that position that you are given, you excel in this position so much that they give you your own division. I'll say it like that. They give you your own, your own, you are here of this division, but you still under their supervise, supervising, you know, you're under their roof, but they give you a, they give you power over a whole division, right? And, and you excel in this division. And then somebody in your division goes to higher up and then goes telling all this stuff, or they doing this, they doing that, da 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 da. And it's like, and then the high, that, that, the, the, the um, chief officer comes and asks you, said, What's up, you know? And you're like, Nothing. We ain't doing nothing. We just. You know, we we still practicing the same stuff that we are doing with the company and you the way we do things. Okay, well how, okay, okay, that's good, you know, no problem. We'll just come and um you can do it with you can keep doing it with us instead of if you got some new ideas. Say you got some new ideas or you got new uh new things that's going on, a new flow of things, and a higher up has heard from this gossiper, and the, the head chief guy, he says, look, okay, well, you got this new stuff every minute, all right, add that, add that, come on, add that into our program, and we'll do it across the whole board. When a gossiper goes and tells stuff, it gives you free publicity. Publicity. Okay? So don't knock the gospel. <laughs> All right? I want to say it's been an honor and a pleasure for me this morning to give you this word. Word of the Lord. We have just finished reading and reviewing Joshua 22, 1 through 34. And... You know, Joshua says, okay, look, y'all can go ahead. Okay, we just do it together. No problem. We just keep doing it. We'll, you can bring your, build your altar beside ours, and we can worship together. And you can come over here and worship with us. And then you might go back home. That's just like church. That's just like church. Okay? I love y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. And y'all have a blessed day. Bye, babies. Hello everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, your hope builder, lifting you out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within through scripture and practical applications. Yes, child. LBM TV has advertising spots open and we want you to join the family. You want to advertise your book trailer. 
your candle business, your writing business, your ghost writing, your uh, construction business, uh, your 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 home renovation business. We are here for you. We want to give you the exposure that you need in this season. So, if you are interested in advertising on LBM TV, just come and see me, Sharice Johnson Moore. You can reach me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and let's sit down and expose your business to the world. Okay? Come on now. Advertise, advertise, advertise. And welcome to LBM TV. I am Sharice Johnson Moore, owner and CEO of LBM TV. Here at LBM TV, our objective is to give you programming that will invigorate, motivate, and inspire you. Our programming will provide you with insight, in-depth knowledge, and solutions in your daily living. We can be seen on every smart TV, smartphone globally. We're located on C1 Media Smart TV app, Apple TV, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV, Android TV, and Google TV. So get ready to enjoy a positive, uplifting program for your daily living here at LBM TV, where we care about you. Hello everyone, hello everyone, Sharice Johnson Moore here, how y'all doing today? Hello, Sharice Johnson Moore, your hope builder, lifting you out, out of your sorrow by guiding you to see the Christ within, and I am the executive producer of Authors Excerpt Sunday. I created this show to give all authors exposure, no matter their genre they write in, no matter what your book is about. I want to share your book with the world. So, I have spots open and I'm looking for authors to interview. You can contact me at I am Sharice at ShariceNJohnsonMoore.com and I would love to sit down and let's share what the world, let's share, let's share with the world what your book is about and what your life is about as an author. I will be glad to have you. Come on now, let's share your book with the world. <laughs> 